Hello, and welcome to the podcast Used Up Pens, an interview series about the Landreth family's journey with a son and brother diagnosed with autism, Trent Landreth. Today, we'll be discussing who Trent is and the first few years of his life, including his diagnosis with ASD. Here's your host, Tristan Moore. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Used Up Pens podcast. I'm your host, Tristan Moore, and with me, I have my lovely people around, and your name is Andrea. Is that all? And you're the shortest one in the family. <laughs> That's you right. forgot to say that. True that. And over there? Dad. A.K.A. Corey. A.K.A. Tallest one in the family. <laughs> Good. I was hoping you'd say that. Okay. Today, um, we're going to talk about who is Trent? Okay, Mom. What's your story? Who is Trent to you? Trent is a very innocent person. Mm. He's probably the most innocent person, you know, we've ever known. He, um, he's very, very sweet. He's very loving. He loves his family. He loves to be hugged. He loves to get in your face. Um, <laughs> but he, he's creative and he, he finds ways to show that. But he has a lot of trouble venturing out past what he's familiar with. Um, but, I mean, if I, th- you know, thinking about who is Trent, he um, he's like a great big child. <laughs> I asked him today, Trent, are you a man or a boy? He said, boy. I said, that's right. <laughs> You're a big boy. <laughs> he usually boy. <laughs> tells me man. Oh, well, not today. Yeah. Okay, Dad, you got a story? Who is Trent to you? Uh, Tr- Trent is a mystery to me, I think. <laughs> um, yeah, so Mom and I were talking ab- about this earlier. Just the, like she mentioned the way that we each uh, ap- approach him or or how do you say it? We, um, we process things about Trent uh, differently, which I'm sure will come out as we talk more. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, like I, I am always wondering what Trent is thinking, uh, you know, what's going on in his head. Why is he doing this or that? Um, and, and so it, uh, yeah, he just is, he's a great big, uh, what, what the guy say, what the, what the Riddler say on, uh, on Batman, um, he said, I'm an, uh, I'm an enigma wrapped in a mystery and smothered in secret sauce. <laughs> That's Trent. <laughs> That's Trent. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sweet. Okay. So Trent is 23 now. Yeah. Yep. And he was two when he was diagnosed, correct? Two years, 10 months. But that two was only months. because we had to wait like a year to get into the um, pediatric developmental specialist to have him diagnosed Holy cow. i didn't know that only one in wichita so at the time yeah. Yeah. yeah that's fair okay um so when you were telling people or when this diagnosis came to light what were some things that people said that were helpful and what are some things people said that you were like 
don't ever tell me that again. <laughs> you know, I can't think of any like words of wisdom or anything that people said that was helpful. Yeah. I mean, what was helpful was when people would offer to help us out, yeah. you know, um, you mean like watching him yeah, or yeah, watching other and, kids? And we were talking about how infrequent that was that people would offer to watch him. But there were there were um, two or three. There have been two or three outside of the family over the years that have that have offered to watch him no matter how hard it was. And um, but even like I knew several paras who worked with him in the schools, and and most of the time they would quit and say. I can't handle it. But oftentimes they would come to me and say, I love him so much and he is so sweet and, but I just can't do it. But that meant a lot to me because Mm -hmm. they, I knew that they understood that it wasn't who he, I mean, his aggression was not what defined him. They really did care about him. And I truly genuinely believed that they cared about him. Mm -hmm. And that made me feel really good Yeah, um, to know some people get it. And I, and even though they can't, and I don't blame them. I mean, they didn't get paid nearly enough to wrestle a, you know, six year old. But, um, anyway, I, I guess I just appreciated once when we found people who understood, which wasn't very often. I think that, you know, at that time, really the only thing anybody, the only thing anybody that wasn't in developmental stuff because mm-hmm. their livelihood or whatever the only thing anybody knew about autism was rain man right i was gonna so, say it was pretty uncommon at right. the time yeah yes so it's really difficult for people to you know i mean I, that oh cory and andrea's son trent has autism okay so this is, there, there's no yeah. frame of reference for that or understanding what that means or what that would mean to us or to our family and even in the beginning, it was just very, um, the, the, the issues that we were dealing with were, were not, um, like we couldn't have guessed what we would deal with it very early on. Yeah. You know, like the, the beginnings of the process of figuring out what was, you know, what, like we knew there was something different about him and the way he was developing like we'd talked about those, like he wouldn't point at things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and of course no speech really like didn't. Yeah. And you already had re- two kids. Yeah. Oh, two older yeah. kids. Who wouldn't yeah. shut up. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it was really weird. And I don't even recall that he like babbled or anything. No. Um, and, and he was like hyper focused on the things that. Lining up his animals in the hallway. Um, yeah. <laughs> the things that he was doing, he was hyper focused on. And so, you know, initially like autism wasn't even on the radar. Initially we thought yeah. he was um deaf maybe. Mm-hmm. And and so I literally, do you remember this? Yeah. I Trent was Trent was playing with his uh, uh veggie tails on the floor in the living room in front of the TV. And I went into the kitchen and I and I literally got two pans out of the cupboard and snuck up behind him and banged them together right behind his head and he did not flinch or move or anything and we're like he's got to be deaf <laughs> like he can't like nobody Who else would not respond yeah to this? nobody just doesn't respond yeah and, and we had at least three 
tests in a hearing booth yeah. at the um, you know hearing doctor or whatever audiologist, and uh, they said no, he's fine. He can hear. He's fine. Yeah. Yeah, and we're like that was totally shocking. Like, yeah. we're like okay, and then we'd have What's him do wrong? it again. Yeah. You know, I think three times. Why, they, if he can hear, why is he not? Yeah. Responding. Yeah. So I think early on there, you know, it was just like we we didn't know, we didn't know what to expect. We didn't know what was going on. Nobody else did either. So it's yeah. very hard to, you know, as far as help goes. Um, but in those younger years, like he didn't get aggressive till he was four or something like that four and a half yeah not until he was four well but i mean <laughs> so we had a couple <laughs> years or a year and a half there where yeah yeah where you know like he could be babysat and, mm-hmm. and whatever and that well, wasn't any big deal the most but younger age was that he wouldn't sleep he yeah. didn't, didn't take naps mm-hmm. and he wouldn't yeah. go to sleep yeah. at oh my night gosh. that was horrible we were so sleep deprived <laughs> but that was kind of he i think he was four when we kind of resolved that issue yeah but um, do you remember us taking turns sleeping in the living room? Uh, not really. You guys, do Trevor you? does. Well, yeah. you he would says. have been toddler. Real little. Little. I mean, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, You would. You. Yeah, I don't very really young. remember that. That was. Yeah. Each every other night. Yeah. We slept on the couch, and the other one got the bed. We traded off for I don't know yeah. how long that went mm-hmm. on, but that was miserable. Yeah. Dang. Uh, yeah. So what? So that was. What was helpful? Well, <laughs> I guess that's it. <laughs> that was, that was help, you know, yeah. what, do you, what do you say to somebody who's right. dealing with something like that? That's it what just, I was going to say. If you, it's hard to sympathize or empathize for other people when you have no idea yeah. what they are going through. And like a lot of times people, even though they care, they don't say anything because they don't know what yeah. to say. Uh, I remember thinking several times, well, he's going to grow up eventually. <laughs> like this too shall, shall pass, even though it felt like yeah. a long time. I mean, I, I, I told myself that many, many times mm-hmm. that he's not, he'll grow up eventually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Things will have to change in some way, <laughs> some down the road, you know. Yes. He right. got much, much bigger. Yeah. He got much, <laughs> much bigger. Yes. Yeah. That's another episode. <laughs> yeah. For um, Okay. We mentioned that you already had two other children at this time, mm-hmm. me and Trevor. I was T- going to say like T two. Yeah, I was going to say like br- I was going to mix like brother with your name, but I couldn't figure out how to do that. So brother, anyway, Trevor. brother Trevor, T one, <laughs> um, brother Trevor and sister Tristan. Look at that. That sounds they little... like almost rhyme, like with the other words. Yeah, I know what I'm talking other, about. Okay, anyway, <laughs> so you already had us. So how did, do you remember like telling us about? Wait, are you skipping ahead? I think there was one in there about what wasn't helpful. Oh, that's right. <laughs> you were supposed to answer that like oh, when you were answering the other question, but. Well, let's answer that really Whenever. quickly. That's one of his I had a boxes. really good segue that I was doing. And yeah, you just well, you can, it, you can do it again. Uh, so, I, um, so we're people of faith. And, uh, and, and so, you know, that's church and things are a big part of our lives. And of course, Trent was in church with us. And, and I think in a lot of ways that was, it was good for him. It was good for us, even when it was not good, (laughs) um, was still good. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of things that people say when they don't know what to say. And that was, those things were not helpful (laughs) at all. Uh, 
you know, like not well, their, not even not their fault. Not their fault. It's just yeah. What do you say when you when there's right. nothing to say? And so yeah. we hear things from other people and we respond to those, or, or, or like we perpetuate and we hear them. We're like, oh, that sounds nice, and so we. What were some of those phrases that people would say to you? Oh, um, so uh, one of them was like, oh, th- probably the big one that that made us most uncomfortable and unhappy can i guess what it is yeah god can't give you more than you can handle uh, no, no i know that wasn't it i know it's no. um god only gives special children oh, to special people yep. i should have yep. known <laughs> yep special children to special parents and and so you know we uh, like in the midst of trying to deal with trent we also had to figure out again like who god was to us yeah. Dealing with that because if that's God, if He looks around the world <laughs> to find people who are who are special parents, I'm gonna that was air quotes uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> special parents, so that He can give them children with disabilities. Like that's not a, that does not sound like a, a loving, um, yeah, or good God. And so trying to deal with that in the midst of everything else was very difficult. But yeah, we got tons of special children special parents god won't give you more than you can handle mm-hmm. that's right which which we know is ridiculous we're constantly faced with things yeah. we can't handle yeah. um and so we have to rely on god so that's a um and working in special education with the highest need kids i saw that there were a lot of very high need kids oh. with very neglecting parents or parents oh, yeah. in jail and yeah a or lot even like yeah, so that about, didn't play out yeah, yeah didn't like play think out. about how many how many kids are in foster care right now who have mm-hmm. special needs? Right. Because they have crappy parents yeah. or like they, their parents just their can't parents are on drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't, yeah. yeah. Which is, yeah. Part of their issue. Yeah. yeah. So you think about it's, we're, we're not just dealing with, with kids like, like Trent who like Trent never had, wasn't a vaccine that caused him to have, <laughs> If you think that, then you can email me. I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> you know, he 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 showed those s- symptoms or or whatever from the very beginning. Yeah. So there right. wasn't. He didn't a, digress. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He didn't. He Which didn't some kids do. Improve mm-hmm. and digress. Right, yeah. so some, some kids, kids do. do, and I totally understand why why people think that. But that was not our experience with right. um, with Trent, um, and and so you know that that bad stuff happens in our world, mm-hmm. but that doesn't account for the bad things that people do such as, you know, um, using, uh, when they're pregnant or whatever. And so how many people, how many young people, how many people in the world today are, are, have some diagnosis or whatever through no fault of their own. I mean, somebody else made a decision and caused that. And so, yeah, a lot of those things just didn't pan out. And so that was almost like a whole other like we had to deal with the Trent and the diagnosis there. <laughs> the Trent. <laughs> and then we had to deal with all, all of these other things that yeah. people were saying that that maybe made them feel good, like they helped us in some way. Right. But but did not help us at all. It yeah. made us question a lot of things. All right. So you mentioned before that, well, I mentioned, I guess, you had um, two other kids before Trent. So, um, do you remember having to like educate us on autism or like Trent in general or like, do you remember what it was like for do us? Do you remember to learn about it? being oh, educated? Okay, this is what I remember. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no, what you remember. no, I don't remember that. But I remember like weird specific things that 
I knew weren't didn't happen at other people's houses. You know? <laughs> oh, now I'm scared. No, yeah. no, no, no. It's not bad. I just like I always knew like people at school. Like I never knew another like family who had a kid with autism, especially like Trent. And so I remember like if he did something to us, you I would like cry very easily. But but also it hurt. So it's it's justifiable. But um I remember if something happened, like if I walked by him and he pulled my hair to the ground or something, I would like go off and cry. And then I remember you guys would come get me and like force me to sit in front of him. And you guys were on either side of Trent and you would like force me to sit in front of him. And I'm like bawling. And um, I don't know if Trent was saying anything at that time, but. So, like, we were trying to get him to apologize? Yes. And you would say, Trent, you were like, look at her. She's look crying. at Tristan. You and made her like, cry. I don't know what to do. And then, Aww. yeah. Traumatized. You had to, like, tell him, like, you caused her to, like, be like be sad, was basically. I get what you're doing, but then you guys were like. Did we mention we didn't have a clue what we were doing? <laughs> okay, but listen to me. I'm to the good part. Um, so you would say, Trent, you need to tell her, sorry, blah, blah, blah. He would say, sorry. And like in school or to Trevor, I would just be like, it's okay. But I said that one time and you were like, no, it's not okay. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, thank you. I don't know. What to say. <laughs> so sad. No, I mean, it's smart because like, it's not okay. Yeah. And then at, at work, like we have, like if kids Trent must have apologize been older, to us. Right. I mean, because oh, I mean, he didn't talk we were until in he was Eldorado. six or something. And we so, were in Eldorado. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That so makes sense. I was like older than 10. Yeah, so we were but trying to. Those, like just that, those type of things that I like know. Well, it always yeah. upset him a lot when he would see us cry. Oh, yeah. And he would try to dry the tears like that would oh, make yeah. it all over. Yeah. And I don't, I always wish I knew what he was thinking. Why, why is he drying my eyes? Yeah. Yeah. But so to answer your question, I do not believe we sat down and talked to you about it because we didn't know yeah. other people either. Like we knew nothing about autism at the time. And, um, so, so I think that we had conversations. I, I don't think we had the conversations in private. We. I think that we had conversations about it and you guys were Bad around mom. and listening and you knew what was going on. I think you guys just always knew what was going on. You knew that was Trent. I was telling uh, Corey that um, you probably thought all kids with autism were like Trent. Yeah. Mm. Because that's all we knew of autism. I remember when I first started working at HeartSpring, my very first day, I... Um, which like I had met other people with autism, so I knew there was like obviously a spectrum, Mm -hmm. but I don't, I didn't like realize how broad that was until I was at HeartSpring my very first day I was observing and one of the kids, he was, he could talk like regular, he could have a conversation with you. He was very cognizant of what was happening and he was playing a game with my supervisor and I was observing their session and he got mad because he didn't get married or something like Aww. in the game. He got <laughs> mad and he just grabbed her hand and bit the crap out of it. And I was like, what is happening? <laughs> I'm like, you can talk and you're like, you know what you're doing. It just like blew my mind mm-hmm. because I was used to Trent who can't have a conversation 
And I'm like, well, that makes more sense that he would bite. Right. But then I saw this other kid and like he has the same diagnosis. I'm like, what? Because <laughs> we've always said Trent has acted out physically because he can't communicate verbally. Right. So when you meet somebody who can communicate verbally, you don't expect them to yeah. you expect them to be able to process those things. Yeah. But that doesn't. But how would we know? Right. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think we ever sat down and told you. I, I yeah. think we all talked about what we need to do for Trent, how we need to yeah. um, be with him or, or yeah. whatever. But I think we all just learned together. Yeah. And I, and I think um, as things happened, like, so I remember, you know, Trevor would work on some big Lego thing in his room and Trent would run in oh, there I and remember that. smash it to pieces and Trevor would be devastated yeah. and mm-hmm. angry and and uh broke my heart you do that thing with his fists <laughs> and, <laughs> do that uh, thing. and and you know and so we just had to take each of those moments and we had to we we had to talk about trent okay this is this is what he's like like he doesn't understand he's not doing this on purpose yeah. he's not doing this because he hates you or he's mad or he doesn't like what you're doing mm-hmm. he doesn't understand he doesn't process yeah. this and so i think just each as as each thing came we had to deal with that. And honestly, there there wasn't, I mean, what do you say? There's not really any thing that you can say that makes that stuff better for another child. Yeah. And so you just have to go, like, this is just how it is. And it, and it sucks. Can I say that word? Um, but, yeah. But it, it, and that's, but that's just, that's just life sometimes. You know, life yeah. isn't always pretty. I, one life lesson I learned growing up was life's not fair. <laughs> exactly. But then when I was like around other people who they oh, needed yeah. everything to be fair. And I was like, no, what? That's, like, that's not how life works when I'm like you, seven. Do you remember when uh, people need different things? Yeah. Do you remember <laughs> when the, uh, when the birthday party thing happened where every kid got a present? When you'd show up to a birthday party and they had little bags for each oh, of the like kids. Oh, like gift bag. And, and yeah. we were like, oh my goodness. Oh, I remember you guys like thinking that was the dumbest thing ever. <laughs> I remember. Yeah. It's not your birthday. It's not yeah. your Yeah. I mean, like you have to learn that like it's not. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was a little more difficult for Trent, but anyway. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, a lot of that came into play with food. Because he was so extremely picky. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why, does, why does he get to eat uh, chicken, chicken nuggets, nuggets instead? All the time. And we have to eat. Yeah, whatever we made. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we go, because you you're not were, Trent. You guys were yeah. great about it, but I think that's because Trent is not that much younger than you guys. And um, and you just learn together. I mean, it's just the way it is. Yeah. And you'd rather eat chicken nuggets than attack you. So That's very true. <laughs> that's very true. That's good, that should be a bumper sticker. <laughs> <laughs> Let, Let them, them eat, the eat chicken nuggets. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Okay, um, so if you already had two children, and then you have Trent, that makes three. So then you had another child. Do you remember like having that discussion of having another totally. child? Mom oh, you remembers do? it. Exactly. I remember it well. I would yeah. love to hear that. We were standing in the kitchen, and Leon and I was in front of the fridge for some reason. Okay, I was, wait. Like, getting something out of Time the fridge. Out. So TJ is how much younger than Trent? Almost exactly two years. Their birthdays are two weeks apart. So this would have been pre-diagnosis. Right. right So Trent would have been like 14 months old. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So that means he'd been 
carrying around full gallons of milk for, for a few months. Three months. <laughs> three months, right. Yeah. There were some signs, but like we said, we didn't know yeah. what yeah. it would be, you know. Um, so, yeah, I remember we had talked about, uh, since we got married, having four or five kids. Mm-hmm. And that was always in our minds, four or five kids. And um, We weren't very smart. And so... <laughs> And so he, I remember, um, Corey came up to me and said, um, so are we going to have another kid? And I said, well, we always said four or five. And he said, well, if we're going to do it, we need to do it. And I said, all right, let's do it. You're not going to be 29 for much longer. (laughs) That's right. We had to get them all done in the 90s. I was actually 27 at the time. Oh, (laughs) Because I was 28 when he was born. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, so yeah. it was just kind of a, uh, well, and all of all of so you guys we st- were the kind of that way, like, you ready? Okay, let's do it. Let's yeah. have another baby. I remember yeah, we did not Trevor process was, or think about that stuff. Trevor was <laughs> two, and um, and I remember um, Corey saying something about having another baby so that they're not far apart in age. I said, do you realize they're already going to be almost three years apart? And he's like, well, let's get <laughs> on it. <laughs> we didn't make that mistake again. No. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of you are closer Two together. Two years or yeah. less. Yeah, we, we got them all in there. <laughs> and, and I'm glad know, we did. I, I liked you being close together. And my age. thing always was, I I... I felt like, which now I look back on it, I think that was completely dumb of me. I have no concept. But I always felt like my own father, I I don't know, I just felt like he was too old to do stuff with me when I was in high school. And I I don't think that's the case now because Mm -hmm. I'm I'm about the same age. So, um, but I remember just thinking that that was the case. And so I wanted to have, kids when i was younger so that i could yeah um i could i could Play wrestle them. wrestle them and do stuff with i've them always been told that like oh your parents are so young <laughs> so i've always heard because like my best friend's parents were older yeah. and but she was adopted and yeah. so they you know they tried to have children yeah and, no yeah. i know i just like and even i'll i'll be like oh my parents are whatever and they're like your parents are what you're like, they're so young. Yeah. That's what happens when you get married at 19 like, and have your first child at 21. <laughs> I was well, 22. You were 21, I was, 21. I was 22. I, I am the youngest. Yeah. Okay, cool. Anybody got anything else you want to say? Yeah, uh, I don't know. No? You good? No. We've learned a lot in 23 years. Yeah. I mean, yeah. For sure. Cool. Okay, cool. Thanks for joining us, everybody. See you next time. Thank you for tuning in to Used Up Pens. Join us in two weeks as Tristan interviews Trent's grandmother in addition to his parents on what it was like to hear that a new family member had been diagnosed with ASD. We would appreciate it if you would share this podcast with friends and family. And thank you for listening.